This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, hello, friends. Thank you for joining me today. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to all of you for joining every week, giving this episode a listen. It means so much to have your support. I can't put it into words. So as we're approaching 15,000 downloads uh, in about a year, I'm super stoked about that. I want to I want to continue to grow this podcast even more. I want to reach more listening ears. So it would be huge if you could subscribe if you haven't already. Give this a like, share it on social media, tag me in that share. That way I can see it and I can reshare. So more people are also directed to your page if you want to. Uh, But that would mean so, so much to me, especially regarding today's topic, because I feel like, you know, last few weeks I've talked a little bit about racing and just getting a little bit more involved in the racing community and how to do that and what to do in terms of group rides and things like that. But I want to be mindful of my clients and friends and even myself if if you don't want to race, because that is a common question that I'm getting from quite a few clients recently and, and also myself with my own reflection when it comes to uh, just my own goals. And yeah, because believe it or not, I know I have clients who have tons of goals and they're awesome and they're so rad. Uh... But I need to have my own goals too to keep me just as motivated. So the question is, what if you don't want to race? And let me just make this clear. Just because you don't want to race doesn't mean that you can't have any goals set in regards to your mountain or gravel biking, okay? Now think about, instead of racing, think about something that you'd like to accomplish in your biking, and oh my gosh, the options are endless. Maybe you want to do an epic ride, all right? You know, those rides that are that are known as like epic rides and MTB project and things like that. Great, pick an epic ride, do it. Uh, maybe you want to ride in the high country. You want to get above tree line. You want to do some more backcountry riding. Or if you want to do uh, the White Rim Trail, that's a common one. I do have a couple clients going after that this year. Uh, and that's if you, for those of you that don't live in the, in the Southwest here in the United States, go ahead, Google white rim trail. It's awesome. It's beautiful. It's located in Utah. So not too far from where we are right now. Uh, but yeah, it's beautiful Canyonlands area and it does require some planning and some skill set before you, before you venture out on that. If it's not the white rim trail for you, maybe you want to do a multiple day bike backing tour you know, maybe you've already bike packed for like a day, but maybe now you want to do like a three to five day tour, or maybe you want to bike wine country in California or Oregon. We can't forget about Oregon uh, or Colorado, I guess, or North Carolina. You know, uh, maybe you want to do the Colorado trail, or maybe you just want to have the skill set in order to ride the the blacks in Whistler, you know, those wonderful black diamond trails that they have in Whistler. It's up to you, you know, the other option. So besides having a goal ride in mind that you want to do, that's not necessarily a race. 
Maybe your goal is that you want to do something that's more skills-based, such as learning to manual, wheelie, track sand, I don't know, something similar. I'm sure you can think of something. Get, get better at your switchbacks, whatever it is for you. Downhill, uphill tech. I, I don't know. I can keep going on and on. These are just things that pop in my mind based on conversations I've had over the past few weeks and months and things like that. So whatever the goal is, I want you to pause. You know, even pause this while we're listening, while you're listening to this. And whatever the goal is, pause it and think about it. Set that goal and claim it as your own. Ideally, you know, make it a smart goal. And I'm sure you've seen that and heard that term before, S-M-A-R-T, smart goal, which basically means that you make it specific, measurable, uh, achievable, and uh, gosh, time bound. I don't remember. But in, in essence, you want to make it specific, which means that you really need to go as detailed as you possibly can when it comes to your goal. So don't just say, Hey, I want to get smart or I want to get stronger. I want to get smarter. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to get smarter, right? Don't be like laissez faire with the, with the goal. I want you to be as specific as possible. You know, like I've already mentioned, Hey, I want to ride the white room trail in one day, you know, which is normally something that a lot of folks will break up into two to three days at a minimum, sometimes up to four days, especially by mountain bike. Totally up to you. If you want to be aggressive, do it in a day. Believe me, it's achievable. I have had some friends and clients do it, but just be as specific as possible. Don't try to, you know, think about uh, making it general is what I'm trying to say. So a general goal isn't really going to be, you know, it's not going to be clear in your mind. It's going to be this amorphous type of thing that you're chasing. And when you're chasing a goal, you want it to be as clear as possible because you want to truly know what the hell you're getting after, okay? Because the the more clarity you have around your goal, the more you're able to actually succeed at getting it, okay? So that's the S in SMART. Uh, the M is measurable. And this means that you are able to measure the achievement of said goal. So remember earlier I used the, the example of like, hey, I just want to be stronger and or smarter. <laughs> I just want to be stronger. And that's kind of a generalized goal. It is definitely something that you can feel, and I certainly have clients that feel it in the Shred Strong program, for example, they just feel stronger on the bike, even when they don't necessarily have a power meter on their bike or things like that. They, they just know that they're able to power up climbs quicker, for example. So that's that's an example there, is they're measuring it because they, they measure their outcome or the goal achievement by knowing that they are getting stronger because they're able to power up a climb faster. Okay. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. Um, but basically you want to be able to measure it. The A in SMART is achievable. So this goal should be realistic based on your current abilities and you know, your skill set. All right. So it needs to be something that's not completely ostentatious. You know, I want to become uh, an astronaut and fly into space next year. Unfortunately, like that type of goal, maybe it's not necessarily achievable right now. If you don't have like, I don't know how much it is, 20 to $50,000, I probably even more than that uh, to go up to SpaceX. I have no idea, but just using it as a weird example that just came to my mind. Um, not even a mountain biking example that I had, but 
you just want to be able to do something that you're you're currently able to do unless you might need just a little bit of skill work and a little bit of skill work is fine but we just don't want it to be ostentatious we don't want it to be completely just out there you know uh yeah i'm trying to think of the name of the trail that's in the sedona area what is it the white line trail and it's like on the oh my god i my hands always sweat when i watch people ride this line uh, uh, cause it's just a drop off. It's just an absolute drop off. And I mean, <laughs> I have no words, obviously I've lost my words. I've lost my ability to speak about this because it's just, it, to me, it's frightening. Like to me, for me to set that as a goal for me to do in like six months, that is not achievable. Uh, it's not realistic. Okay. So make sure that it's realistic. The R in smart is relevant. So it just needs to be relevant to you. It needs to be relevant to what you want to do. It needs to be important to you. All right. Now, time bound is the T in SMART. And this is important because it, it means that you're you're assigning a time to accomplish your goal by. All right. So once you have a SMART goal in mind and you set it for yourself, make sure that you have the goal date set because again, it needs to be time bound or a date by which you want to achieve the goal by. So maybe it's not necessarily, Hey, I want to ride, you know, the white rim trail on you know August 21st or whatever this year. Uh, maybe it's not that maybe it's just, Hey, I want to accomplish my wheelie by end of July, you know, July 31st. And I actually just had to think for a moment. It does July have 31 days. This is where I am right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Jen's brain. But you know, hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea on you have to set some sort of timeline because again, you don't want this to be an amorphous goal. You want to be concrete in it. Now at the same time, of course you want to be fluid. If things change, if you happen to get sick or you happen to have an injury or a family member gets sick or something like that, knock on with it, hopefully that doesn't happen, but you want to be able to be somewhat flexible and fluid and have kind of a plan B just in case things do go a little sideways. But that's a whole other discussion on kind of setting goals and things like that, which I will link in the show notes, uh, an episode that I talked about in terms of goals, which does mirror a lot of what we would have talked about here, but not exactly. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example to kind of break, break down some things because after you have the smart goal in mind and set for yourself, then you have the goals, goal date in mind. You have all of that set. All right. Now that you have that that stuff in mind, I want you to then break the large overarching goal down into small steps that are bite-sized. These should be manageable, very manageable things that you can do on the daily basis, or at least weekly. That way you're chipping away at getting to that end goal. Okay. So say for example, you want to ride the white rim trail or road, whatever you want to call it in one day. And keep in mind, this is about hundred miles long in the middle of Utah. There's really no support along there unless you have someone in a four by four who's following you or someone on a motorcycle is following you. Now, first things first, when you think about that, okay, it's hundred miles long it is off road. You're on your mountain bike. Maybe you're one of those crazies that are, that's on your gravel bike too, which you can technically do the white room trail on gravel. There are some, a few technical sections that if you're accomplished, sure, you can go ahead and ride on a gravel. You might need to walk them. Just be prepared, but hundred miles you basically are first things first going to need to get your ass able to handle 100 miles on rough terrain in the saddle. 
Okay. You need those base miles, not just even for your cardio fitness, because I mean, Hey, your cardio fitness definitely needs a good base, but your, your butt, your butt and your nether region definitely needs a good base. Now, in addition to having some cardio fitness and butt fitness <laughs> there, you also do need to have some technical proficiency for sections of the trail. Like I mentioned earlier, there are definitely some more extreme sections on the trail that are certainly rocky and are worth obviously having some sort of technical prowess. That way you're not intimidated by them or risking injury. Okay. Because you are kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Now, that's that those are a couple things to focus on okay so base miles just having the cardio ability and the butt ability to do that and then also having the technical proficiency now next thing to think about of course my favorite topic is nutrition and hydration you have got to have that dialed for that trail you need to have a plan for how and what you eat and drink every hour on the bike and you've got to be prepared for it because that is a place with the heat especially if you're doing doing it during the summer months where it's definitely warmer in the desert you are going to be expelling or expending so much so many calories and so much of your fluids you've got to stay on top of your fluids or you're risking you know some sort of event and you don't want to have some sort of medical event during a ride like that okay so you're basically going to look like a camel on your on your bike with like six water bottles plus you know your hydration bladder and and all of this stuff and that's fine but that's something that you need to prepare for that's definitely not something that i would recommend winging it okay just for s's and g's so looking at these small things you need to focus on for the goal to ride the white rim trail in one day then you should break it down into actionable things that you can do every week to keep yourself on task in order to complete your goal by your goal date. So every week, for example, aim, um, aim to get in a long ride in at least one single long ride for base miles at a steady state heart rate. What I call the steady state heart rate is basically your happiness zone. Uh, It's basically the heart rate that you can maintain for a very long duration of time And you can have pretty good conversation with someone next to you. I mean, maybe you're having to speak in like shorter sentences, but you're not having to speak in one or two word sentences. (laughs) Yes, one. Okay, you know, break, (laughs) snack time. Uh, You know what I'm talking about when you're when you're doing like a really intense trail and you're just not able to formulate (laughs) or even speak in a long sentence. Okay, Um, but when you're in your happiness zone, your little happiness heart rate. Great, you know you're able to have a a decent conversation. You might be able to, you might be breathing like a little bit harder, but you're not huffing, puffing and cussing. Okay. Now I will say for most people, just in case you need a, a heart rate range for most people, keep in mind, this might not be you, especially if your resting heart rate is, you know, like 42 or in the thirties, you're a little bradycardic. Um, for I will say for most people, this is generally right around 130 to maybe about 145 beats per minute in case that gives you a zone. And I'm not going to apply a zone number to it or anything like that because I feel like we get too technical with all this crap. Okay, let's just break it down to the basics here, people. So every week, aim to get in at least a long ride for base miles for this particular goal as an example. Okay. Also, on top of that every week, I really think that you should work on some skills for a set period of time. I usually recommend a couple of sessions, two sessions of at least 10 minutes working on 
said skill, you know, maybe upwards of like 30 minutes. That can be fairly exhausting though, but at minimum 10 minutes to work on a skill to focus on whatever you want to improve for the white room trail or whatever the hell you want to accomplish. Okay. I'm just using this as an example because this has been kind of talked about by a handful of people that I've been, that I've been talking about with friends and clients and things like that. So we've gotten, we've got the base miles dialed. You know, we've got that, that sub goal figured out and that action item figured out. We also have the action item for skill work figured out for this particular goal. Next thing, remember, is the nutrition and hydration element, okay? So next, I want you to think about the bike snacks every hour that you want to have on the bike and practice testing out these bike snacks on your training rides now before you do the goal ride of the White Room Trail or whatever the hell trail it is for you, all right? Because that is the whole purpose of training rides. Training rides are literally to help you train for a certain event. They're to help you you know, figure out what the heck you like to eat, what you tolerate, how much you need to eat in every hour, things like that. In addition to hydration, all right, you want to stay on top of hydration and electrolytes. So you need to explore to find the electrolyte brand that really works for you and maybe your favorite water bottles, or maybe there, you know, because you know, there is a difference. There is a hierarchy in water bottles, friends. I feel like some water bottles are absolute rubbish because when you go to squeeze it in your mouth, it like comes out the side of the lid. You know, I, I'm sure we've all had a, a bottle like that. That bottle just needs to be recycled. Um, but make sure that you're getting, you know, the bottles that you need and the bottles that you like, the bottles that you're that are easy for you to open one hand it or reach down and, and grab, you know, make sure that the bottle cages work for you and they're kind of stretched out a little bit and they're not tight. These are all things that help you get to that angle. So it, they sound kind of ridiculous, but again, these are things that you can practice in a training ride and really get these as dialed as possible. That way your goal ride is enjoyable and you're not, you're not cursing yourself or kind of kicking, kicking yourself in that sore bum of yours that you didn't do something, you know, XYZ to prep for this epic ride. Okay. So hopefully you see how the large overarching goal is then broken down into smaller action steps that you can implement either every day or at least every week to practice so you can build to that large goal. And that's how you do it. That is how you get your goals done and dust it. All right. So even if you don't want to race, Friends, I assure you, just have some sort of goal in mind because having a goal in mind, whether it's a ride that you just really want to do, or maybe it's a trail you really want to do. Um, I know for me, I actually have several trails still here in the front range that, you know, my friends just don't get out to. Um, so therefore I don't really get out to. So I'm kind of having a plan riding with other, other friends of mine, other little friend groups, because I want to ride these trails. These trails are on my goal list and I want to ride these trails because this is actually where I'm going to get better. You know, if you keep riding the same trails over and over and over again, it's great. And it does help you learn how to ride that specific trail, but it doesn't really help you expand your skills too, too much. And and I, I want to, I want to push my skills further. So just to give you an example, you know, I have some goals to ride certain trails here in the front range that I haven't touched yet in the next uh, four months. So that's my goal that I'm giving myself is by the end of summer. So by the end of August, mid-September, before I leave on a trip, I want to hit um, these four trails in particular. So what I'm doing is I'm doing some skill work every week 
least one session a week. Usually it's, it's before I'm doing a ride now that I'm actually healed up. So I'm doing some skill work before the ride or, and, or I'm focusing on that particular skill on that ride. Okay. And then I'm hoping to get back now that my quads healed, I'm getting back into doing some base miles again and trying to catch up kind of where I left off a few weeks ago, several weeks ago, honestly. Um, so yeah, again, break down that big goal because that big audacious goal can feel kind of overwhelming. And the more that you have that big goal dialed in your mind and then broken down into small bite-sized things, it will feel so much less daunting and it'll feel like you're accomplishing something. All right. So high fives to you. I hope you figure out what goal you want to do. If you want to share, Hey, send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear what your goal is. It's just fun to kind of know what the, what the community is up to. And also if you're looking to become a stronger, more powerful, and just a more resilient mountain and gravel rider, then please look no further than my Shred Strong program. The next phase of Shred Strong is starting on Monday, June 13th. So that's coming up less than a couple weeks. You can learn more or sign up for the program at the link in the show notes. So check that out. Learn some more. It's about $49 a month or $39 a month if you pay for six months at a time. The deadline to join is Friday, June 10th, because I need some time to get you set up and all of that. So I hope to see you in there. And I want to say thanks again for listening today. Please, please, please share this episode if it's been helpful for you. Your support is, oh my gosh, it's beyond appreciate it. And I hope you have a beautiful and epic day chasing the hell out of that big audacious goal. Bye friends. <laughs>